You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's throw a pass here to Adam Coffin, sports director of iHeartRadio in Boston, also host of the Celtics Beat podcast. Adam, thanks for being with us on this Thursday morning. And let me start with a little NFL draft question since that's what we're talking about here. We haven't talked much, at least on this show, about the Patriots, who were, I believe, at 14 in the NFL draft. Is there any way that they would actually look at a quarterback, even though they have Mac Jones in the fold? Well, as long as Sonny Weaver gets Vontae Mack, that's really all I care about tonight. Uh, look, it's, who knows? Uh, I think it's really interesting. There are rumors circulating. There's no question that Mac Jones is not the top of uh, Bill Belichick's wish list at quarterback. You can just tell that mm-hmm. based on the way he does or doesn't talk about him. You know, going back to last season, uh, on throughout the offseason, over at the owners and coaches meetings most recently, it's, I don't know, other than, uh, I guess, be a little bit of whiny and tantrums that we saw in the season uh, or on the field during the season, what specifically put him in the doghouse because it does seem like he's uh, ever-present there in the stadium and a hard worker and, and putting in the effort, but it's not translating. Uh, maybe there's a, a little bit of that kind of tennis brat entitled stuff that people like to talk about with Mac Jones, but I think it's – I'm kind of at a point with Bill Belichick, uh, and, and a lot of people are at this point where – Come draft day, nothing is surprising. It, just nothing. I mean, they could they could take a quarterback at fourteen. They could trade back into the you know for multiple second round picks and not pick in the first round at all. They could deal away their first for Jerry Judy or send a second for DeAndre Hopkins or take a quarterback in the sixth round. Like it's all on the table with Bill Belichick, and you don't come out of it ever surprised at all. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, we all would have been shocked that he took guard in the first round last year. All right, so when you look at the history of the Patriots, I think we have the tendency to be like, okay, well, if Bill Belichick saw something in him, uh, it's probably not a surprise, you know, if he goes in the weeds and finds some random person from Western Kentucky. But mm-hmm. do you think he still deserves the benefit of the doubt? I'm trying to think, like, who's the last, like, in the weeds pick that he hit on? Like, maybe I'm way off base here, but I don't know. Well, I mean, he's he's done – fairly well in the draft the last couple of years. Uh, you know, you think of um, the God, the, the guy in the secondary whose, whose name is now escaping me, of course, but uh, taken in the, in the second round out of, you know, whatever school that nobody's ever heard of, a, you know, a, a one double A. Uh, the uh, Kyle Duggar, that's what I'm thinking of. Kyle Duggar was, uh, you know, a, a, a very good pick for Bill Belichick, and a lot of people were who at, at the time that they took him. And uh, he's performed well. He's obviously done well with undrafted guys. I know he's no longer here, but you think about 
Uh, Jacoby Myers, who was a, a solid producer for three seasons at the wide receiver position uh, before obviously letting him go to sign with the Raiders. I don't think it's so much of a – I know, like, people get sort of wrapped up in the in Bill We Trust stuff and does he deserve the benefit of the doubt and all that. There, there's no question they have had a, a period of, of multiple years where the drafts were not good, and they're paying for it right now. But over the last couple of years, whether it's Bill, whether it's the people that are part of that football operations brain trust that surround him, they've they've improved. Uh, you know, obviously, Ramondre Stevenson was – uh, was a, a big success uh, taken there, um, you know, relatively early on and uh, is, is probably their best playmaker now. Um, and, you know, the jury's still out on Mac Jones. I know he, he was good as a rookie. He was bad as a sophomore. Now we're going to see what year three with an actual offensive coordinator with Bill O'Brien coming in looks like. But uh, it, it, I, I don't want to present that as though Bill's not infallible. Uh, you know, he, he is obviously – you can question – a lot of the things that have happened from a uh, general manager perspective, uh, more so than as a coach perspective, but as part of why they uh, are where they are right now, which is firmly fourth in the AFC East after the Aaron Rodgers trade, and uh, you know, at absolute best, barring future moves, a wild card team. We're talking with Adam Coffin, sports director for iHeartRadio in Boston, also host of the Celtics Beat podcast. So it is an exciting time to be a Boston sports fan. We talk about the Patriots tonight in the draft. Bruins, best team in hockey, making their playoff run. We have Celtics-Hawks game six tonight. And I wanted you to maybe give us some insight there. Boston right now is a six-and-a-half-point favorite. Do you think they finally closed things out? Because we were all stunned they didn't do so in Boston last time out. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Yeah, stunned, uh, to say the least. Stunned, pissed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of people. <laughs> right. uh, ne- ne- never, never mind people uh, like myself who had, you know, money on, on Celtics in five or, or uh, I, I mean, I didn't bet them to cover the spread because I think it was 13 uh, for that game. But, you know, there were a lot of people, obviously, that, that were – uh, not just emotionally or mentally, but uh, financially invested in the outcome of that game. And it went sideways. Yeah. I mean, they were an overwhelming favorite and an absolute dud, laid an egg, wasn't pretty. Uh, I do think they close it out tonight. I do think they, you know, I, I would take the points. I do think they are going to close it out comfortably. I, I think that this is uh, kind of the, the Jekyll and Hyde uh, Celtics behavior. They play down to their competition you think they're going to steamroll somebody, especially with DeJounte Murray out, and they, they lay an egg, uh, but they respond. They are resilient. Uh, they will come out. This, this series won't go seven. It will end in six. Uh, but they just have this propensity for making life harder on themselves. I mean, they could have gotten themselves 
a couple extra days rest. They could have gotten uh, the banged-up Sixers with Joel Embiid, the MVP, playing on one leg a couple of days earlier and gotten that series started. The East, you know, obviously we saw what happened with Miami and Milwaukee. The East is wide the hell open. And uh, the Celtics, you know, were in game five in a very advantageous spot to just take advantage and help themselves. Again, does that mean they can't win a title or can't win the East? Of course not. They'll win the series. I'm not worried about that at all. But the lack of fight, the lack of killer intensity that we all expected to see in that game, especially at home with the Hawks undermanned, uh, does sort of make you question your faith in, in the you know, uh, in speaking of this postseason, the long-term future of this team. Mm-hmm. All right, so who's the guy tonight for the Celtics? Because I am strongly be, considering taking Tatum. a points prop. You <laughs> yeah. think it's Jason Tatum? It has to be Jason Tatum. He hasn't been great yet in any of these games. He's had moments, don't get me wrong, but he has not been great. He's not shot well at all the last few games. You know, game five in the fourth quarter, never mind the turnovers. He only took a couple of shots. He just wasn't aggressive enough. This needs to be a kind of a, 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 I hesitate to say a statement game. I mean, we all know who Jason Tatum is and what he is. He's a superstar. He's an MVP candidate. He's all NBA. He's, he's had heroic moments in the playoffs. I, it drives me crazy when people do the whole, you know, he's not clutch stuff. He's, you know, he, he did it against Milwaukee last year in a closeout game. He, he had moments against Miami last year, obviously, before you know, struggling in that Warrior series. But it really, it has to be Jason Tatum tonight. If nothing else, for his own confidence, you know, to just take him into the next round to say, okay, like enough screwing around. You know, as much as I would love to say, you know, well, Jalen Brown needs to keep doing what he's doing, or man, Marcus Smart needs to respond, or Derek White is the X factor. Like, it sometimes, guys, it's just the superstar. And Jason Tatum needs to go out and be that guy. He needs to do what Jimmy Butler did throughout that series for Miami. He needs to remind everyone who the hell he is and go out there and take this game. And I think he will. Adam, just a couple minutes here. Are the Bruins, I know they suffered that disappointing loss in overtime last night. Are they going to get this thing done to win the Cup? Well, uh, I mean, you got to get this thing done first, which is a first-round series before you even worry about the yeah. Cup. But, uh, you know, they are, uh, to me, the most, talented team in the nhl and and that's not you know this this wild take you know they were set records for wins and points in the regular season i never thought you know the the panthers i I think this got a little overlooked you know nationally if not locally the the panthers played the bruins very well during the regular season this was going to be a tough series one that the bruins should still win and it would absolutely be a disappointment if they lost don't get me wrong but whereas everyone viewed the Celtics playoff series with the Hawks is like a buy round like this. Why are we even playing this? This is at worst going to be a gentleman sweep. This series right here between the Bruins and Panthers was expected to be tough. Now, maybe not seven games tough, but tough. Uh, so I'm really not shocked that it is where it is. It probably would be over if you had a healthy Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci throughout the entire series. You haven't had that. You know, Bergeron just returned last night, scored a goal. Krejci's missed the last couple of games. We don't know when he's coming back. Linus Allmark, as is sort of customary in the NHL postseason, he's battling through something. I would have sat him for a game earlier on in the series and gotten Jeremy Swayman some work, if nothing else, just to give Allmark a, a blow a little bit. But all of that being said, yes, I do expect the Bruins to win this series. 
whether it takes six or seven, honestly, I don't know. This has been a weird series, and uh, it's Florida's a tough environment to play. Uh, but I do still, you know, they, they should be the cup favorite. They are the cup favorite. It makes sense to the cup favorite. But let's just remember that generally speaking, and I say this knowing what happened between Milwaukee and Miami, generally speaking, in the NHL, you know, you can ride a hot goalie, and eight can beat a one pretty easily in, in, in the playoffs. It's not like in the NBA where generally talent wins out more often than not. Here's a sports director for iHeartRadio in Boston. It is Adam Kaufman. Adam, thanks for the time. All right, you bet. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.